Hey everybody, and welcome to the Darkcast. I'm your host, Jonathan, and this is DCI number 106. This is the second of two interviews that I was able to conduct while out in Irvine, California for the Obsidian Armored Warfare event. Uh, but this interview is not about Armored Warfare. I got to speak with Aaron Biedma, who's a producer on Skyforge. Skyforge is a massively multiplayer role-playing game that is free-to-play and really kind of interesting. Uh, so we got to uh, step away from the tanks going boom and have a, a discussion about this MMO, which is also in beta, just like Armored Warfare. The other voice that you will hear in the interview is Marshall Lemon, who is with The Escapist. Uh, we got to talk to Aaron and just had a great time. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Now on with the show. So how, how are you doing, man? Good. How's, Good. It, how's the event treating you so far? The event has been, has been awesome. Um, you know, a, a lot of a lot of good questions, a lot of good people to meet, and um, getting to celebrate both games getting launched. So, right. <laughs> I guess my, my first question is, what what is Skyforge for people that don't know? What what yeah. is that game? So uh, Skyforge, we're a AAA free to play MMORPG. Um, you know, we're we're built for not just you know the, uh, hardcore players. You know, we also with the way our mechanics work and everything, the casual player can get in there and compete as well. Um, so you know, we we. You can get in there, and for the people that only have you know 15 to 30 minutes a day, like your 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 dad that's working all day long, coming home with kids, and even he can get in there and play for 15 to 30 minutes and accomplish stuff every day. So, what um, what does that look like? How does that work? Because yeah, so um, MMOs are traditionally known for their grind. They are grind takes a long time. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, our our story is is built into segments. You go in and you play a mission. You might go to you know Isola Digs or. Or you know Factory 501, and you play for you play through that mission for 15 to 20 minutes. You face you know two or three different bosses throughout that. You learn more about your story, and you play through that the, that quest and mission. And at the end of it, you get some great rewards, and you and you progress along. Um, you know with our our prestige system, um, you know if you're only playing 15 to 30 minutes, you're not ha- quite hitting you know your your um, your weekly limits that we have set up. Um, that rolls over. So, I mean, when you find more time to play on the weekend, for example, you know, you, you can go in and progress and, and you know, still have plenty of things to do, but also still, you know, competing against other people um, that are along your, your same wavelength. Um, our matchmaking system won't match matchmaking you get somebody that's like 120,000 prestige. Okay. Um, you're going to get matched up not only um, as far as playing PvE missions, but also PvP with people that are around your level okay. of gear, prestige, and skill level. Cool. So. Cool. Now, um, we were talking to uh, is it Chris? Brett. 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 His name tag said Chris. Oh, Chris yeah. is not here. He was talking about how kind of like the, the back end is built in um, in Java yeah. because of, um, what was the previous name? Game? Uh, Alex. 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 Um, so is this like a pure evolution of that, or what is Skyforge's relation to Allies? So, um, so Skyforge is built um, by a, a, almost the the same development team. Um, it's the Allies team. They developed Allies Online, uh, and then uh, they spent you know the next five years after you know releasing and working on Allies Online, spent the last five years developing Skyforge. Um, so it's the same team. They have a, a, a very very high skill level in what they do. Um, so yeah, they, it's the, both games are developed you know on the back end with Java, um, but they're completely different games. Okay. I mean, they're, they're, they're you know some of, some of the 
some of the same you know back end structure um, mm-hmm. you know it might be used on both but the game itself is completely different it's just the back end structure of the database systems like that built gotcha. on Java okay. and go from there very cool. So um, I heard you talking to somebody else earlier that there's no traditional like leveling system. In, no, there's not in the game. So how does how does that work? So uh, we instead of uh, you know having level one, level two, level three, we have a prestige system. So as you um, as you gain uh, sparks, which allow you to expand your your ascension atlas and unlock more classes, unlock more skills, things like that. There's a, a prestige level associated with each of those. Um, not only that, but your gear has prestige tied to it as well. Um, and as you use the follower system, which is kind of like uh, as you grow into God, you get religion, basically followers that are okay. cult around you. Um, as you're gaining more followers and you're sending them out on missions and things like that, you're gaining prestige through that system because they're giving you the more followers you get and the more uh, chapels you have out in the world, you're getting um, you know higher stats and higher and, and higher prestige level with that. So it's a combination of, of you know multiple things that are adding to your prestige level and allowing you to access more things. Um, as you gain with prestige, you're also gaining abilities. Uh, eventually, you get to the point, um, both your prestige level and through the story, that you unlock your god form, where you 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 grow in size and you get this special you know uh, special look to you, and you gain all new you know, abilities to go tied with that, um, and you, you get super powered for you know 10 minutes at a time okay. um, going through that. Um, and to access that, you do more missions and you gain faith from your followers and that allows you to use God for more often and things like that. Okay. That's, that's really interesting. Now, um, talking about kind of like the, the God form and, you know, you're an immortal and you're becoming a God, like, becoming a God sounds like a kind of like final game thing. It's like, <laughs> It's just the opening. It's just the opening act, really. Okay. Um, you know, you're, you're, you, you start out, you're just... You know, immortal. You think you, you a mortal. Uh, you think you you can die, and you're you're a soldier, and you're fighting. Um, throughout the opening, you learn that you're immortal. That you you get killed, but then you come back to life, and you realize you can't you can't you know permanently die. Um, and through that, that's when you start gaining you know gaining prestige, gaining powers, until you become you know a god. You become a lesser god. But it doesn't just end there. That just opens up from that point forward. That's when you can start doing raids and distortions and invasions, okay. and the story continues on from there. Um, you know, we're going to be releasing uh, things uh, where you become even greater gods, um, and you can specialize into you know a certain set of abilities uh, okay. for your god, like the god of travel or you know um, things like that. So, okay. so is does uh, kind of your god form is that sort of like a class dictation or is, how does so the god form um, you cho- you can choose amongst three different looks but you can, that can be customized even further different colors and different looks within those um, but the god form itself um, you know you can switch to different classes when you activate your god form so you're gonna you go into god form in a, in a specific class but then you can continue you, know, you press all and you can switch to a, another class completely while your god form is still active. Okay. Um, so depending on what you're facing, maybe you know with your group you need a, a, a stronger tank. So you initially start out god form or tank. Well, then you take down that really strong thing. And you see DPS something really quick. You switch to a DPS class while you're still in your god form, and you get powered up abilities for that class. Nice. So is. Um so is it basically in your god form you kind of have like everything maxed out in your abilities? Yeah, or? Uh, your abilities get more powered up. You get uh, new uh, new abilities, new ultimate abilities that are tied to that god form in that class. Okay. Um, and and they're, it basically just adds it adds 
not only just a level of dam a level ability power, but it adds additional abilities to it. Okay. Yeah. So how how does it work switching between classes like when you're not in your god form? Because they were talking yeah. about you know if you you're playing a uh, a particular class and you're like this sucks I want to play something else yeah. how does that transition work? Uh, you can do it anytime you just press the I key choose your class change class um, okay. on the fly so even during battle even yeah. during you can, just, you can switch right in there and, and take care of that and, and, and go after it and um, it gives a lot of flexibility um, you know and you know it also pays off to level up each class so, or, or gain the procedure and, and open up the atlas for each class because when you switch a class, if you don't have you know as much abilities um, unlocked for that, it lowers your prestige level. You're going to okay. be a little bit less, that, that a little, little bit less for that. Um, you might not have all the skills um, for that gotcha. particular class, um, but it's not just skills. I mean, if you go all the way through and you master um, a class atlas, um, you get um, you get a special uh, costume they can use with all classes, um, it, and it gives you a, you know an additional symbol which gives you additional ability that you can use for every class. Um, for example, there's um, the paladin symbol. Um, you know, a lot of players will like to get that that symbol because it gives you additional abilities that you can use for any class once you have that uh, that symbol unlocked. Okay. Uh, they were mentioning before the the territory wars uh, PVE, like for when you get to the higher end, but still want to keep doing the yeah. the PVE sort of gameplay. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah. So territory wars is huge. Um, it's it's for pantheons. You really want to have um, as big as pantheons you can because it's really going to involve like 100 members. Um, to, to do this because you're doing not only PVE um, where you have to do certain PVE uh, quests and missions that you need to compete um, but also there's PvP as well um, so you're going to be PvPing against other pantheons to take control of, of the territory but also you have that PvE element where you need to, to also accomplish this um, in order to get you know the, the best chance to win that territory um, so it's it's gonna be huge. I mean, that's the that's you know we're promoting pantheons. We're promoting players to get into the to get into these things because you know you want to have a strong pantheon that you've worked together with that you're skilled with, um, so you can really you know get that territory and really work together. Can you give me an example of how that might work? Like how like a st like is it like a match? Like is it like still like that short ten to fifteen minute thing? Is it like a longer campaign? So so it uh, it'll be a, a, you know, multiple things for PVE, multiple different missions. Um, you know, multiple different groups are going to have to go out together, or go out together and separately as as groups to uh, on the PV side. For PVP, it's going to be like a massive battle. Uh, it's very. Uh, Alice had some kind of something where um, big, larger pantheon groups would fight against each other, um, but this is taking that to another level. It's like really, it's, it's going to be a very large map battle against other pantheons where you have not only is it you have to battle up against them, but you have objectives within the match as well. Um, so, so if I understand this right, you're basically, you go in on PvE missions, and then at certain points there'll just be like a massive so throwdown between it's, the it's, it's separate, so there's going to be there's going to be PvE missions that are that you're competing with, to, that are you know, giving you, uh, you know, points abilities, or just basically giving you progress towards that territory war, and separate PvP completely. Um, where there's going to be that PvP match as well. So at the, the same time, there's yeah. At the, at the pantheon, the pantheon has to compete on both. So that's why you need to have a large okay. pantheon because you need to have people that are competing on both. So, so the pantheon as a whole has to participate in both. But you, as a player, yeah. if you just want to stick to the PvP or the PVE, yeah. you can do that. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You, you're not stuck. You, you where you have to do both. The pantheon as as a whole is going to be competing together towards towards this goal and towards this territory war. So, what what territories are you 
fighting for? Is it like in-game parts of the map? Is it kind of like extra game stuff yeah. where it's not somewhere that you would actually go? Yeah, you know, a, a lot of that's still in development still because okay. um, it's it's not even it's not even live in Russia yet. Um, we're really tweaking it and making sure that that you know it's gonna it's gonna work um, all together. Um, you know, it's 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 still kind of in flux and making sure that, that it, it works within not only the, the game itself, the core game, but also within the story and things like that. So um, it's all it's all still in development and, and uh, you know it's it's getting closer and closer for sure. Um, you know, we want to release it um, not only want to release it soon, but we want to release it when it's ready. Right. But it's getting closer and closer every day. I mean, um, I'm getting updates pretty consistently. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely something we don't want to wait too long to get to the to the players because it's it's, it's exciting for us and, and players are already getting you know a lot of a lot of taste on it. We're releasing more and more info as we go. So, is how does the because um, the the combat is much more real time and action oriented. It is how does that work when you're pitting like two pantheons against each other with like just a bunch of people fighting? Yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, you're still going to have to to work as a pantheon and, and target out you know those, those specific classes. You can tell what classes you're fighting. You're fighting you know, by their weapons, by by the icons above their head, things like that. Um, so you really still need to work out and, and target things. I mean, you need to target that light binder that's buffing the group. You need to target the alchemist that's barking, buffing the group. You need to go after that knight who's bubbling and trying to protect his teammates. Um, you know, you watch out for those glass cannons that are out there. You know, the, the cryomancers who's putting high DPS on you. Mm -hmm. uh, the berserkers putting high DPS on you. So, um, you, you know, you have to have those strategies and work together as a group and making sure that you know you're not spreading yourself out too thin. Or, or get, if you get if you're losing on this battle over here, make sure you, you go around and support them. So, I mean, it's it's very fluid um, it, it, with the dynamic action combat as well because you're not just standing in one place, you know, pressing keys. Um, you're having to move because they're targeting AOE spells in a certain location or or they're coming at you with an ability and you need to dash out of the way and, and not get hit by it. Um, you know, action combat and, and the dynamic action combat for Skyforge, it's like a ballet. I mean, you, you could literally watch it and watch players um, fighting and they're constantly moving around and not standing in one place. Cool. I love that about it. I love that, I, that you're not having to stand you know, just one place kicking one or two or three or four. <laughs> <laughs> So, how long does such a match normally go for? Like you were saying before, the standard missions are like fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah, so. uh, you know, um, you know that's that. You know, we, we're still in testing on it. I'm not sure exactly how long the territory wars uh, matches are going to last. Um, I know like a ten v ten match can go twenty thirty minutes sometimes. Um, you know, the three v three matches, it's it's usually uh, best of five, um, and those those will go more more than ten to fifteen minute matches. Those going to much go much quicker. Um, but uh, you know, a capture capture the flag match can last quite a bit. I mean, if you have a team that that grabs the flag and they're defending it very well, but the other team still has their flag and they're defending it very well. So, um, I was a part of a, a live stream where we were doing a ten v ten CTF, and it it went down to the wire on on who was going to win. And it went it went you know a good twenty minutes. Um, finally, you know, a few of us popped our god forms, and even then, we almost lost um, because of the, the other team was running a really good strategy, keeping the flag away from us. And they, and even when we would kill the flag holder, there'd be another team member there ready to grab it right away, so we could we could send it back. Um, so I mean, teams are getting very good strategy on it, and they're making the matches um, last sometimes the full the full time um, with a very good strategy. So. But is there is there a limit like an upper limit for the matches? Or? Yeah, uh, the, the, every match, uh, different match type has has upper limits, um, and so you will hit that point, and then it counts points, and kills, and and, and some, you know, points and things like that that you've earned throughout the match to determine okay. a winner. Um, but there, there, so there is that upper limit, but um, and you can end it earlier if you get enough cap, another you know, 
for example, capture the flag. If you get enough cap, uh, flag captures, right. they'll end the match early. Right. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, we talked about it uh, previously, but there's a lot of class balancing coming as well, which, which um, is, you know, with any MMO, it's it's constantly balancing the classes. I think you might release an update for this class, and that might make it, um, you know, weak against this other class or more too powerful against this other class. So you're constantly looking at it and balancing things. Um, and the thing about about the Allods team in Skyforge is that we don't make rash decisions and quick decisions. We take the time to not only look at the feedback but look at the data and actually look at the numbers and making sure that you know we're, we're making small tweaks here, small tweaks there, so it's not a drastic um, change. You know, we're not just nerfing a class into the ground. Right. Um, we're also looking at you know buffing you know maybe small buffs or, or small small you know downward changes to make sure that, that classes are up and down. For example, the, the Slayer. Was just dominating classes for for a few weeks. Then we introduced uh, uh, you know an update and brought it back down to a no, more normal level. Okay. Um, and and then right now, kind of the archer is like a lot of people are choosing archer because it's doing a lot of damage right now. Um, but with our class balances that are going to be coming down this pipeline coming this year, it's going to come more normalize that, and more normalize all the classes, and get that balance going. Tell me about these two-hour boss battles, because <laughs> holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, the, 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 that's specifically on the A3 distortion. So these distortions, basically, they're like beefed-up raid raid bosses. Um, the story behind these is that these um, these bosses have been uh, you know, locked away in, in time distortions, and we're you use a, the Pantheons are using these scanners to find these time distortions and going in, sending 10 men groups to go in and, and stop these bosses from getting back out. Um, and these are beefed up raid bosses. Um, a, lot of a lot of good mechanics on them, um, for sure. Um, they're great, you have to learn it, you have to, you have to understand it, and you progress through to the higher level distortion. You have to defeat A1 to get to A2, to get to A3, to get to B1, things like that as you go through. Um, and, but this particular, we pulled the data on the A3, um, A3 distortion, and a lot of a lot of pantheons have have beaten it now, and we're starting to get a four distortion clears. Um, but we kind of pulled some data, and we see that you know, yeah, there's those quick kills where the the pantheons really got it. They they down it in eight to fourteen minutes. They're good to go. Um, you know, they they've understood the mechanics. They pop god form. They do a bunch of different things where they where they have it. But there's other pantheons that are still learning. And, and I, you know, I, I don't know if this was their first or second run through, um, but they're learning the mechanics, and they were in there, but they were very persistent, and they went for two and a half hours to try to get this. They, you know, they had 87 and 97 deaths um, amongst their their team members, of, and, but they're ten man groups, so that's a lot of deaths within that. But they were persistent, and they took it down. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like they gave up. They uh -huh. actually tried it for those two and a half hours, and they eventually got it and got it down. Um, and I hope. I haven't looked, but I hope their next runs were much shorter because um, now they know the mechanics and they were able to take it down. It's, it's that so, progression type of rating. And, and so it's not necessarily that that raid takes two and a half hours. Oh, no. It's just they're not very good. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it, it was probably their, you know, their, but their they first still time. They went through A1 and 2 to they get there. They went to A1 and A2 to get there. Um, but it, you know, as you progress through these distortions, it's going to get harder and harder and different mechanics. Um, but yeah, they had to have cleared A1 and A2 to get to A3. Um, so, I mean, they have some experience with it, but it took them a while to get to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, we've had the quickest runs were 8 minutes and 14 minutes. So we have some Pantheons out there that are doing really, really well. Um, you know, I, for example, I can call out, like, um, Exile is a, is a big one that's been, it's been clearing out and getting a lot of, of server first. Um, yeah, uh, Cerebral is another big one that's been getting a lot of server first as a Pantheon. So. Okay. Uh, 
Can you talk a little bit about the uh, kind of free-to-play aspects of the game? Like, what, what do you actually pay for in the game, and how does all that work? Yeah, so with, with Skyforge, um, they've kind of taken a different approach from the previous game, like Allies Online. You know, Allies Online gets get some flack sometimes over over being kind of pay to win and having the strong the the, the strong boxes which is like the, the gacha type system and the shoe box type system um, we don't have that um, we we sell more um, cosmetic um, you know your, your costumes and um, you know mounts things like that and convenience so um, within our game a free to play player can get anything within the game by playing playing through the missions getting the drops um, you know, you, we also have a currency exchange system where you can change your credits in game that you're getting for free. You can change them in the, into the market currency that you can also you can also buy that currency, but you can exchange it using the free price system to get to get that stuff. Um, so everything in game you can get for free. Um, so we're selling either cosmetic or convenience. We're, uh, you know, a faster way to get things if you don't have that time. If you're if you're that casual player, but you still want to get those items. Um, you can you can speed it up by you know getting these, by buying these items, or if you're that that person that has a ton of hours, you know it, it has that time each week to go in there. You, you go in there, you play enough missions, you get the currency for free. You go in there, and you buy. You buy. Do you, do you know kind of a, a reference for how long it might take to actually like build up enough credits to get one of those items? That you yeah, I mean it, it it really depends. Um, you know because. We run different events where you can get items and you can sell those items for credits and things like that. Um, so, de- I mean, depending on that, and like the um, let's talk the, the the second spec um, item. So right, so right now to get uh, you know every class you have the spec that comes with it, but some players like to like to have a, a second spec where you can say, oh, this is my PVE spec, this is my PVP, or this is for this particular class this is a higher DPS spec and this is a higher support spec okay. type of thing. So. We have the item in the in the game um, for, that unlocks a second spec for for your classes. Um, you get that through an item called Victor's Medals, which you um, which you earn drops from running different missions. Um, you, there's missions tied to invasions. There's missions tied to your follower system, things like that. So you get those through those missions by by completing that. Um, I'd say. You know, a, an ambitious player that's going through and getting their credits and running those missions, um, and then converting your credits to the the market and to buy more of those victors medals. Um, I'd say that person, if they're like the hardcore player, they can probably get it within two to three weeks um, of hitting their limits and, and going through and actually doing all your missions and things like that. You don't have to spend all your credits on it because you. Uh, but if you're if you're consistently running those missions and spending a little bit of your credits converting them to Argents, um, yeah, that hardcore free player can get it within you know two to three weeks. Um, so that's from like two to three weeks from starting playing to get that. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So um, yeah. So the the follower missions, whenever we're running invasions, you can uh, anybody anybody can run those follower missions. So yeah, uh, definitely they can get it within that. And be, there are promo missions and through our catch up system. You definitely within two to three weeks of starting, you'll be able to get that second st- that second okay. spec item. Um, and then, if you want to speed it up, you can you can buy the the market currency, convert it, convert those into the victor's medals, and get that a little quicker. Okay. Um, so it's convenience; you can get it a little quicker, or you can go through and play the game and, and unlock it that way. Sure. Okay. I don't think I have any other questions. Do you have any? Um, questions? Okay. Well, great. Thanks, Aaron.